0: Staying healthy in warm weather. The importance of staying hydrated. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian
1: Forrest. And this week we will be talking about how especially during warm weather, drinking enough water can keep you healthy
0: and even be life-saving. And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us. Talk about timely topics, Doc. Uh, This is a good one, and it is getting warmer weather. And I know things like heat stroke, heat exhaustion, just a couple of the problems that can be helped by Drinking enough water, but I also understand there's even more that it can do for you. Tell us about that.
1: Well, you know, patients will often ask me, you know, if there's one thing that they need to do to stay healthy. And, you know, there are lots of vitamins and nutrients and mm-hmm. things like that I could tell them about. Uh, but really, the most overlooked thing that it's the easiest for people to get is just water. And, you know, when we look, you know, at our medical practice, at the reasons that people sometimes end up in the hospital or the emergency room, you know, surprisingly, the most common reason last, last few years has actually been people not drinking enough fluids. So they might, you know, get a little dizzy and lightheaded and pass out and fall, and they might go to the emergency room for that, or they might get heat exhaustion, or they might, you know, feel really bad or nauseous, uh, that kind of thing. And it turns out that a lot of times the only problem going on is they've really just gotten too dehydrated. So, you know, people can get a ton of different symptoms from being low on water uh, and they're they're very concerning symptoms. You know, things, uh, you know, and people who have other medical conditions that make them sick like diabetes or infections, a lot of times end up in a hospital, not because of the disease itself, but because of what happens to the disease when they get low on water. So, you know, some of the most common symptoms of dehydration are, you know, dizziness, lightheadedness, low blood pressure, uh, nausea, fainting, uh, or feeling like you're going to faint, even headaches, numbness, and sometimes even tingling or shortness of breath, and in extreme conditions, maybe even chest pain. And those symptoms are pretty scary, and a lot of times they make people think they
0: are really sick, and they often can be, and so they end up in the emergency room because of this. So, one thing that I'm wondering about at this point is okay, how much water is enough? Can you overdo it? (laughs) Well, you can't overdo it. And we'll talk
1: a little bit about that today. But, uh, you know, sometimes when I ask people if they're drinking enough water or enough fluids, they'll often say, oh, yes, you know, I, I get plenty, I get tons. And uh, then when I ask how much non-caffeinated or non-alcoholic beverages they drink per day, they'll often tell me, well, somewhere around six to eight glasses of that. And the reason uh, people will say that amount is they've heard over the years from various sources that that's the amount of water recommended in some diets, you know, eight, eight ounce glasses. And the problem is that that recommendation is based on just the average size a uh, woman, in many cases, is a lot of times you know who they're directing that advice to, which would be like 125 pounds. And so 64 ounces would be enough for somebody who weighed 125 pounds, but it's not enough for most people. So a good way to remember this is the truth about how much you need is you take half of your body weight in pounds – and then just convert that to ounces per day. So if someone weighs 200 pounds, they need about 100 ounces per day to generally stay hydrated. Now, that's just, you know, if they're sitting still, they're not sweating and that kind of thing. But if they are in extreme heat or they're sweating heavily, then usually you usually need to add about another 16 to 32 ounces per hour on top of sort of that, that general intake. And that can really be a lot of fluid. Um, you know, years ago uh, when I was in Winston-Salem, uh, we took care of uh, the, our, our medical group took care of uh, the Wake Forest football team through the sports medicine program there. And one of the, the crazy things was that some of the larger football players uh, could drink 80 to 100 ounces of Gatorade before a game. And on a hot, sunny day when they were in their home black uniforms, they would still have to get an IV at halftime because they would still be dehydrated and have muscle cramps, even though they had drank, you know, 100 ounces before the game. So... It's really important. It's not just about the amount you get, it's about the amount you keep with being outside and being hot and those type things. So just remember, uh, you got to make sure the amount not only that goes in, but that stays in. So uh, there may be cases where for some people, one to
0: two gallons of water per day might not be enough. Wow, that is a lot of water. All right, Doc, it's time for our Access Health tip of the week. Many
1: people will say they just don't like drinking plain water and that this makes them less likely to get enough to drink. And uh, there are lots of other options to make water more interesting or, uh, you know, taste better without having to get something full of sugar or fat. So, you know, sometimes just adding some carbonation to water can make it more likely for people to drink. Uh, You know, it just has carbon dioxide gas, which is, you know, it's a gas that's in our bodies all the time anyway. Uh, It's naturally found in the air. And, uh, you know, that would be in the form of like club soda or spring water. And you can also infuse water with flavor by adding something like a slice of lemon, lime, orange, or some other fruit and just letting the water sort of soak uh, with that for several hours. And if you need more flavor, uh, you know, and maybe you're craving some sweetness, you can use lots of portable additives. There's these little things like Mio or Crystal Light. Um, now, most of those will contain artificial sweeteners and some preservatives that some people are trying to avoid.
0: But if it's the only way to make you drink enough water, then a little bit of these is probably worth it. Well, That's good advice. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Uh, this is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. Dr. Forrest, if people want more information after the show on this very timely topic or they'd like to find out more information about your medical practice, where can they find that? Uh, After the show,
1: if there's part of the show they miss and want to replay or if they have uh, friends or family that want to hear part of the show, they can always listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com. Or they can also go to accesshealthradio.com. We also keep the podcast there. If they'd like to learn more about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com. Again, that's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com or call 919-363-0190. And if listeners just want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly even have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com or they can send
0: us an email email directly at accesshealthradio at gmail.com. I think it's amazing that you can improve your health just by drinking water. It almost sounds like it's some kind of medication. Now, after the break, we're going to talk about some cautions about water and also some more ways to integrate it into your daily routine. This is Access Health Radio. We're talking hydration today and the importance of drinking enough water in this hot weather. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis, and we'd like to take a moment to thank the companies that support our program. Thanks to Marley Drug and Winston-Salem
1: for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower even than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at
0: MarleyDrug.com. That's M-A-R-L-E-Y-D-R-U-G.com. Just before the break, Dr. Forrest, you were talking about, uh, really, in some cases, we need to drink a lot of water Mm -hmm. uh, to stay hydrated. You gave us uh, a good formula for that. Uh, But uh, some of the things that drinking enough water can do, uh, let's let's go over some of the benefits of it, uh, because I think – I think a lot of us would be surprised to find out just how good it is for us. Yes.
1: So, you know, staying hydrated is one of those things that can pay lots of dividends for health. Um, It can prevent or cure dizziness. It can prevent fainting. It can burn extra calories and help weight loss, which is uh, maybe one we'll talk about some more. Uh, It can also keep your back and spine healthy and in some cases could actually prevent back surgery. So, you know, it can also improve your skin health. Uh, It can protect uh, your kidneys. Uh, It can be really good at helping your body. When you have an infection, your body has to clear that infection through something called your lymphatic system. And your lymphatic system in your body is uh, something sort of like a storm drain. It's made up of lymph nodes and fluid channels. Uh, and it sort of drains those the, the trash and the, the things that our bodies are trying to get rid of out of the system. So you can't sort of clean out and flush that system if you don't have enough water to go through it. So people know it's also really important to stay hydrated in hot weather, uh, but it turns out it can actually prevent heat stroke. So sometimes people say, well, you know, how hot do I have to get to have a heat stroke? Well, the better question is How much did you not drink to get heat stroke? Because the truth is, if you can keep throwing down cold water... Um, even if it was 110 degrees, if you could just have unlimited access to cold water, cold Gatorade, whatever, it would be really difficult for you to get like a heat stroke. Um, and drinking enough fluids can even help your body eliminate some toxins and also regulate your electrolytes. Uh, it definitely improves your concentration and energy and even more. So it's, it really has a lot of multiple benefits.
0: A couple of things that you mentioned there, Dr. Forrest, that I want to go back to. That caught my attention. Uh, Could you go into more detail about how drinking water can help weight loss and you said help avoid back surgery? Can you talk about those?
1: Yeah. So uh, listeners have probably heard a lot of fitness experts recommend drinking lots of water when they're on a diet. And there's several reasons for that. But first, you know, drinking water will often help satisfy cravings, sort of fills you up. It also might make you, uh, you know, delay getting that snack and make you feel fuller. Uh, However, normal gut and intestinal function are totally dependent on water. So I like to use the example of a water slide. You know, if you think of your intestine and colons like a water slide, things just don't move along on a water slide that's dry. So, you know, keeping yourself hydrated keeps people regular and also can keep people from feeling as bloated. And, uh, you know, some people have a, a notion that if they drink too much fluid, it'll actually make them retain fluid. But the truth is actually the opposite because drinking water helps balance out your sodium and electrolyte levels, and that can actually help you get rid of excess retained fluid because when we retain fluid, usually that's salt water. You know, the salt our body doesn't have fresh water floating around in our veins. So uh, usually it's salt water is when we're bloated. So when you drink fresh water and flush out that sodium, it allows your kidneys to get rid of that. So in terms of weight loss, the most exciting thing about drinking water, especially cold water is that it does change your metabolism. Uh, There have been some estimates that you burn as much as three calories for every ounce of cold water you drink. So if you were to think about that, drinking 100 ounces would burn 300 calories, and that's just incredible. So if you you think about it, you know your body temperature is 98.6 degrees, and you have to keep it that way. And when you drink a gallon of cold water, uh, if your body did nothing, your temperature would fall. So it has to crank up that furnace and generate some heat to keep your body temperature maintained. So uh, just remember, cold water uh, burns calories. That's really important. Now, in terms of back pain, this is really interesting. But uh, people know that they, they're the disc uh, between your vertebrae and your back are made up of something kind of like jello. And if you don't drink enough, then those little jello type discs can become sort of dried out and crispy and they lose their ability to be shock absorbers, and they even become more likely to herniate. So when people talk about a herniated disc – well, if you're dehydrated and those little discs get a little dried out, it makes them much more likely to do that. And that's what some people would call a slip disc that can compress the nerves coming out of your spine. And that's one of the things that sometimes requires people to have back surgery. So in a roundabout sort of way, just drinking water is something that helps you prevent a herniated disc, which is sort of uh, something you know I didn't know until just a few years ago. I was talking to a neurosurgeon friend of mine who was talking about this.
0: I think that is fascinating. You're absolutely, and it makes sense because those discs are kind of made up of water. So that That's makes, right. That makes a lot of That's sense. Right. And a th- hundred ounces of water means burning three hundred calories. Guess who's going to be drinking more water now? <laughs> that was very convincing. Now, now you're not supposed to uh,
1: go and drink a hundred ounces of water uh-huh. and chase it with a donut. That's not that's not the plan. Oh, you are that.
0: You're, you're shooting down my plans. <laughs> Stop reading my mind. That's right. This is Access Health Radio with board certified family physician and apparently dietitian, uh, <laughs> Doctor Brian Forrest. Uh, are there any cautions that we need to take when we're hydrating? Can you actually overdo it with the water?
1: Well, you know you've heard the old saying about everything in moderation, and I would go a step farther and say that too much of anything can actually be poisonous or harmful, including water. And if you drink too much water, and that really takes a lot, you know, we're talking in, in excess of gallons here, but you can actually cause some health problems or even death. So a few years ago, there was actually a radio contest, ironically, where they wanted to see how much water people could drink, and one of the contestants actually died. So water and electrolytes are in a balance in our bodies, and if we get more fluids uh, than electrolytes, we can actually cause some medical problems. One is called hyponatremia. And it's where you've essentially washed all your salt out and that can actually cause your brain to swell. So, uh, that can, that can actually be very dangerous. So, you know, if you are drinking a lot of water for whatever purpose, you just have to keep in mind that you have to have some balance with the electrolytes. Um, and most people would not be able to tolerate the amount of water that would be dangerous. Uh, so, but suffice it to say for most people that are not sweating, Uh, You know, no more than one uh, to one and a half gallons uh, would ever be needed. So that means 128 ounces or less per day for most people.
0: All right. Thank you, Dr. Forrest. Uh, Coming up, we're going to discuss those uh, so-called sports drinks. Just how useful are they? We're going to summarize our key points from this talk on hydration. And our Access Health Radio's trivia of the week is coming up. We're staying hydrated in this hot weather. I'm Mike Davis with board certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. This is Access Health Radio. Uh, Dr. Forrest, we've been talking about uh, water, but what about uh, other fluids? What about coffee and alcohol? How does that work? fur or a guinea, as they say. <laughs> well, you know, although our bodies can absorb water from most beverages, there
1: are some fluids that are better at hydrating us than others. So, you know, anything that contains a diuretic or something that makes us urinate more can actually make us lose almost as much fluid as we gain. So, for example, caffeine is a fairly weak diuretic and in modest amounts, under 60 milligrams per day, probably doesn't hurt a lot. Uh, but alcohol directly affects a part of our kidney that normally makes us reabsorb water and allows that water just to pass right on out of our body. And so for that reason, alcoholic beverage is just not good in any way to hydrate. So, you know, a lot of people get out on the lake or they get out somewhere and it's hot, they're thirsty, and they, they use alcohol as the thing to hydrate with, and that just isn't working. So it can just sort of uh, actually put them in worse shape than they would be with uh, with just nothing at all in some cases. Uh, so I usually tell people that caffeine beverages should be just be considered as not really counting towards their hydration goal and that alcoholic ones could actually count against it.
0: Now, what about the sports drinks like Powerade and Gatorade? Do they have an advantage over plain water? The short answer is no, but it's a little more complicated than
1: that. So for people who are sweating normal amounts, plain water works just fine. Uh, but if you're an athlete and you're competing or training or sweating an excessive amount, then what can happen is you lose uh, your electrolytes along with your uh, fluid. And in that case, if you drink lots of plain or what we call free water, it can actually make you get low on electrolytes. So for the average person on an average day, you don't really need sports drinks, uh, On the but if you're somebody who's sweating a lot or you're competing athletically and you're just sweating a ton, then having some of those electrolyte drinks can be helpful. Uh, the other situation where they might be useful is somebody who's got a stomach flu. Maybe they've got diarrhea or vomiting. And in those people, uh, it can be dramatically important to replace some electrolytes that they lose, uh, especially the sodium and potassium. So if people have those type problems, I'll often recommend that at least part of their rehydration strategy include some drinks that contain electrolytes Uh, in people that aren't keeping anything down at all, the ones uh, that might have, you know, no calories, then even some of the sports drinks with sugar may actually be beneficial
0: for them uh, in those situations. All right, Doc, thanks so much. It's time now for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Did you know that sports and electrolyte
1: drinks actually were invented as part of uh, athletic trainers finding that pickle juice would prevent cramps in football players? That's why originally some of those beverages were sort of a fluorescent green. They were basically made to look like the sweetened pickle juice they were modeled after. So I actually sometimes recommend a dill pickle before bed to people who have leg cramps at night and have found that a lot of those people, it really cuts down on the cramps significantly. So think of a pickle
0: as a delayed release salt and water delivery device. Oh, a pickle a day keeps the doctor away. Who knew? <laughs> okay, go. What are our main points to take away from uh, the show today, Doc?
1: First, water is about the cheapest and safest drug you can use and to keep you healthy. So don't u- underestimate how much better it could make you feel. Remember, we are 70% water. Second, remember the formula is about half your weight in ounces And if you find yourself not feeling good or lightheaded with low energy, especially during hot weather, one of the first things you should do is try to get some fluids on board. That might even save you a trip to the hospital or emergency room. And remember that sports drinks in most people aren't necessarily needed unless you're sick or you're really sweating over an hour per day. And lastly, remember not to overdo it. Too much of anything can be harmful. All right, Doc. Wow, a lot of great information today, but that's all the time we have. Our scripture this week seemed appropriate and is from John 4, 13 through 14. Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your help.